Welcome to Awaken with Victoria Bond. I am your host, Victoria. I'm a spiritual empowerment coach, a psychic medium, and a business mentor. In this podcast, you will be able to dive in to everything from conscious parenting, human design, psychic development, and business. I interview some of the top leaders in this field. So if you're a facilitator, a mother, or you're going through an awakening process, this is the podcast to listen to. You can find all the information to every show in the show notes and dive deeper into any area that you are choosing. I can't wait to connect with you. I'll see you inside. Welcome to today's episode of Awaken with Victoria Bond. I've got a very special guest who is also my soul sister and client, Stacey Sam Linnae. Welcome, Stacey. Hey, Victoria. So excited to be here. I am. I'm elated. I know. We're so elated that we had to take some deep breaths <laughs> because we were nearly shooting through the roof. So <laughs> I just want to introduce you and then we're going to have some really cool chats in this in this episode. So Stacy is a 6-2 manifest generator and she is an emotional authority. And this is really important because before she came to me, she had no fucking idea what that meant. <laughs> and now she has aligned and is aligning to her design. She also is a channel, a coach, a mentor for all things spiritual. So we don't really believe in labels here at Awake, the Awaken community, but to, to help people understand, basically you're a medium and you've also done magnificent mediumship a couple of times and you've been in my vortex for, I don't know, like over a year now, I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah. I was just doing the math. You were? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I love it. So Stacey, you're in a very, very different place. You are fast. You are a manifest generator, but you're in a very different place than when we first met. When we first met, you lived in a different space. You were married and you were working in a kitchen or like in a cafe or something. So can you just tell us a little bit about where you were where, before you met me, the spaces that you were in? So I was with my my ex-wife um, and I was a nomad. We lived in an RV and we had the ability to travel. And we were actually in Northern Michigan slash Indiana in the United States. Um, and I was pretty miserable trying to figure out my shit. <laughs> so when we met, I was in Michigan. Um, I was married at the time to my now ex-wife. Um, and I was up there to be close to my kids. My daughter was graduating high school, um, but we live the nomadic RV life. And um, I was in a pretty miserable place mentally. I think I was in a marriage. I, I don't think I was in a marriage that was um, over four years prior, um, but I wasn't there yet. And then we packed up and moved to California and took a job and I became lead chef and a bartender for a random company and um, started working as a barista and scooping ice cream. I mean, I'm like the jack of all trades. I've had the weirdest, most bizarre jobs. And it was over that ice cream, I swear to God, that I was like, I will never ever serve ice cream again. This is a soul sucking job. I am meant for different things. <laughs> like I've never despised ice cream so much in my life. Oh, <laughs> where I was and knowing nothing about being a manifest generator. So 
Yeah, and you've also been, just so the audience knows, because I know this about you, you've also owned a cafe, been a personal trainer. You were, uh, like... You were a, how how do you call it like a um an army wife? Is it how you oh, call yeah. it? An army wife. I was an army wife. You were brought up. You were brought up like a, like Christian. Mm-hmm. I was very Catholic. One side was very Catholic, and one side was Baptist. Religion was. It was doctrine. a thing. Like you had some pretty big um, things that happened in your life, and you went from this very linear. Um, picket fence, two children, um, army wife, really kind of trying to fit into this 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 box to leaving that behind, marrying a woman, living in an RV and being a nomad. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that in itself. And you're only like, how old are you now? Like 44. 44. So you're only, and it's the fourth of the fourth here in New Zealand. So it's kind of interesting. Um <laughs> So yeah, and and that fascinated me. And when I met you, um, I feel like it was an instant connection. So talking about soul connections, but today in this episode, I want to actually talk a little bit about past lives, a little bit about energy shifting and a little bit about your channeling and and what it is that you do and how going through magnificent mediumship and by choosing you, by that's all I've done, right? I haven't done, I was saying before this, like I haven't made you have gifts you had all these gifts you always have but I have been able to see your gifts and invited you to share them with the world so I can't wait to talk about these things so yeah where are you like what happened when you found me how did you find me and what happened it was so weird. I was thinking about that because I had honestly blocked how I found you. And then I remembered it was this random woman that I met on um, a f- metaphysical fair that goes on here, virtually online. Um, and she was like, hey, I don't know why, but I think you need to meet this person. And she gave me your name. And I had had a couple go arounds with a couple different coaches. I've done a bunch of remote viewing. Like I was in the process of figuring out who I was. I'd spent a lot of money I had some pretty disappointing coaches. Um, I was not in a place where I felt like I needed to invest in another coach, but I thought, you know, something felt right. And I know enough to listen to my intuition most of the time. Um, and I reached out to you and I found out, A, you're a real person and you responded back and B, <laughs> like we had a conversation and I still remember to this day where I was sitting, what I was doing. It was such a pivotal moment. For me, that first conversation that we had, and I think we even had a follow-on conversation to that before I decided to start with Magnificent Mediumship, but I don't know if it was, I think it might've been before even I called you, before we had that call, I was like absorbing all your free stuff um, because I found you. And I think maybe that's what pushed me over the tipping point of getting a hold of you. But I knew like, oh my God, you have something I need, whether it was just the conversation or what, but that's how I found you. And she and I don't even have a relationship anymore. I know that she came into my life solely just to bring me to you and, and start this. Mm, I love that. And one of the things I remember when I was talking to you on our clarity call was I was like, I see you as me. It's like, and you're blonde, I'm blonde. And I was like, 
it's just a bit weird. It's like looking in the mirror and we were kind of buzzing out a little bit because the Catholic upbringing and um, just other things that resonated and it was really, really interesting. And, you know, one of the things I remember so much about that sales call, that clarity call to see if we were fit was I was like, there's no emergency because you were like, I want to work with you. And I was like, there's no emergency. Sleep on it. Let yourself um, and here's me doing a sales call, right? Going, no, you don't need to sign up. Just, I know, go speak to your wife and be in that and choose for you and whatever's energetically correct, because I desire the best for my clients and I don't want to push people. And you were like, yes. Okay. And your wife at the time, she was like, yes, I feel like this is correct for you. It feels good. Go ahead and stuff like that. And fast forward over a year later, I think like you and now in my one-to-one container I feel like you haven't gone anywhere I feel like we've been like chatting for ages and ages and ages and we are in each other's life every single day and so the location has changed so much has changed in your life the way that you work you quit your job while you were working with me and you Mm -hmm. took a really massive massive leap Um, I know around Christmas time your marriage ended and that was huge that was like these things, and I, I want to talk to this energy as well, is life isn't meant to be, oh my God, I got this. I fucking got the sales. Yay. It's fucking amazing. It can be that. And it will be that. And it is that. But the crumble is just as important and being held in the space and the deep dives. And this is what we have noticed with you as well is you are an emotional you and here you were not crying here you were not feeling emotions and it was like dude you're allowed to feel so much because you've been so strong for so many others and and really given a lot so how did learning that you were like a managing and emotional because there's been a few crumbles you know we've been through a few rodeos how did that affect your life so it's funny because you started off early in the podcast saying, I, I didn't give you the gifts. I just saw them. I think you're the first person who truly saw them and was like, bitch slap. Like you can't ignore these. These are here. Like it is okay. They are gifts. They're not detriments. Um, I think I was raised a lot. With, I, I not, I think I know um, you're too emotional. You cry too much. And the only emotion that was okay growing up was anger. And it was actually supported. Oh, your grandpa's got a really bad temper. Your dad's got a bad temper. You must have inherited the bad temper. Um, so I grew up with that. I was, And I was squashed from my emotionality. And in my first relationship when I was married to a man and I was the army wife, um, <clears throat> I was a little more emotional maybe then, but I had kids and he was gone all the time and I was learning to be alone. Um, then that ended. And then, um, my now ex-wife, she stifled the emotion. She didn't know how to handle it. And I'm a lot. I know that like, I, I'm a lot when I get emotional. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know. And now I know so much like human design has literally changed my life and the partner I'm with now. It's like, we're learning so much about it to learn how to handle it. And I now know that I'm not crazy, that it's okay for me to have a hundred different jobs that I can change and that I have these waves and I track the waves so that when they come, I'm a little more prepared or it's like a, ah, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go buy my batch. <laughs> I haven't bought it yet, but 
I'm going to sit at the base of my favorite tree for 12 hours. Don't talk to me, you know, and it's okay. I was mm-hmm. never there. That has given me so much calm and power in knowing that. And that was the other thing is I think as a society, the emotional waves are treated as ADD, ADHD, emotional instability, um, anxiety. I'm watching anxiety with my daughters. I think that I treated it as anxiety for so long or um, pick a word, right? Pick a label that they tell you it is. And I realize now that it's just me and fuck, man, it's okay to have an emotion besides anger. Oh my gosh. And I know for me, you know, I've been with my husband for 22 years He's been in a wave for this last like three days because so much is changing and happening in our life. And he said to me yesterday, hey, babe, I'm in a wave. And I went, oh, wow. He recognized because there's different types of waves, of course, you know, and um, he's got all the waves. I'm pretty sure you've pretty much got all the waves as well. You've got a lot lit up in your chart. And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. So what do you need to do to support that? So today he went fishing. Um where in the past, like a few years ago, I just thought this dude suffers like a couple of bouts of depression. Um, wow, what's wrong with him? Like, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Because I don't, I'm a non-emotional, so I don't feel them. But now I'm able to support him without making it about me or him. And just, I'm able to support my daughter as well. And my, and my son, who's a non-emotional. So him and I, we go to our batch (laughs) and we let the emotional authorities do their thing. And when they need something, they can get a cuddle or whatever. So anyway, I think that is honestly, I feel like when people come into my world and they learn about HD, Honestly, that's like 90% of, um, for me, I know I've paid so much money with coaches and the fact with one coach, I only learned about human design. I didn't even learn anything about it. I just learned I was a projector and I went to bed crying that night after listening to a podcast and went, there's nothing fucking wrong with me. I'm just super, super. Anyway, back to you. Um, I want to talk about the job thing. So um, the job thing, when I met you, you're working in a, I don't know, you guys were like hustling a little bit. Um, but not long after I met you, you were working in a cafe, fucking hating it. I'm just going to say that because you were wanting to build an online business, right? You're, and you and your partner now, Max, are really creating and building this incredible business. And you take everything I tell you and run, as many gens do. And you are doing shows and they're getting booked up, right? So you're, um, you're just about to do shows, sorry, but you're going to um, like fears, like spiritual fears and you're getting booked up. And um, one of the things you said to me a couple of weeks ago was I made a shit ton of money on that day and I've got all these leads and these people are coming to me, their lives are changing and there's so much further I can go with them because I'm not a, you're not a party trick medium, like you're a medium but you're not a party trick medium. You are this mentor, this coach, right? So there was a little bit of fear. We've had to pull you out of your, your conditioning and your shell a little bit or other people's conditionings on you. Um, mm-hmm. So where, what are you doing now that you weren't doing before you met me and went through these processes? I mean, broad and overarching, I'm being brave. And inside of my brave, what am I doing? I am putting myself out there and I'm not being scared to put myself out there. I mean, you've helped me a lot. There've been some backtracking in the, in, in who I am, because not only did I have to come out as a woman who's 
married to a man now she's a lesbian then I had to come out as no I'm I'm queer and then I had to come out as oh wait no I'm a psychic and then I'm a medium and then oh fuck you I'm a channel like and each one is a consecutive fucking closet um Uh but you know being brave I'm going out and I'm saying hey let me do a reading um and I've been a coach for 15 years I'm just twisting it turning it a little bit saying let me help you in this wake up you're not alone and it's really interesting the people that are finding me are the people that need that um so I'm really running with the coaching because that's my love like I love I didn't have that when I was waking up I didn't have that when I was obese I didn't have a coach to help me and I know that's my gift so I'm like hey universe (laughs) send me my people like it's really like you're a lifestyle coach because like like it's like I said, it's really hard for us to put a label because how do you label a being of so many gifts and talents, like all of us? But because you're a managing, it's like you can go to the wellness fairs, you can stand up on stage and be the channel, you can have the one-to-one coaching, you can go work in a kitchen if you want to, or hold circles or build freaking houses. I'm surprised you haven't been a builder because you've been so many things, but it's like, you can do those things because the managing in you, you know, when we acknowledge, and I say this to you all the time, like go do the thing and it will lead to another thing, another thing, another thing, another thing. Like as a six, two, it's, you're a very unique design. And um, I just love how you're starting to see that there is no fickle. There is not, you're not manic. You're just mm-hmm. allowed to change your fucking mind. And when, when I love it when you say about the backtracking, because Legit, that's what many gens do. They go forward and they go, oh, stop. Let's go back for a second and read the middle of the book. You know, we read the we, we read the first bit or let's go back and read the end because we read the, the middle bit. <laughs> you know, like you're always going backwards and forwards and it's not a wrongness. So that is like huge. So this coaching part for you is massive. You're not a stand-up showgirl. Um, it's more of a come to me and let's unlayer Let's take off these mm-hmm. layers of conditioning, these layers of uh, the systems. And you were in the system for so long. You were in religion. You were in this wife thing, you know, the wife thing. This is nothing against <laughs> wives. Again. I like it. Nothing. I'm a wife too, but it's, but you were put into a box of what that meant to be like. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you're doing now? Now, because I know I know them, but what are some of those things that you're doing now that you weren't doing? Hey, everybody, it's Victoria here. I hope you're enjoying today's show. I just wanted to jump on in and let you know that the applications for 2023 for Magnificent Mediumship Certification are now open. Please check out the show notes, go have a little gander into the website and see if MM is a fit for you. Enjoy the rest of today's episode. Um, I am doing readings for people as a medium, um, connecting them with their dead loved ones. That's easy and fun yeah. um, for me. coaching. Um, I have one-on-one coaching clients. I'm building my brand and hoping to, not hoping, I am branching out. Um, I want to do some master classes. I am doing YouTube videos. I'm making meditations. I'm writing newsletters. Um, I have an assistant building all the back of the house stuff. Um, I am working out again. Um, I'd given up on that passion. That's a huge passion for me. And I don't know why I I could speculate why I gave it up, but I'm back to that. And it's not because I want to be, um, 
you know, uh, anything special. I just want to feel good. It makes me feel really fucking good. Um, and I'm educating people as I go. And I'm, I'm truly giving the gift to my daughters as well, which is really important to me. I'm able to feed them this without them knowing what's coming from me. So that's a big deal too. But, and I'm channeling. That's the most recent change. Um, now knowing I've been a channeler for a very long time. It was just terrifying because we were raised, I say we, because I know you, but I was raised indoctrinated Catholic, you know, Baptist. And I would, I, I would have these experiences where I would feel like my mouth filled up with words and I just wanted to let them out. But it was like, oh my God, if I open my mouth, I'm going to be possessed. Like what is about to come out of my mouth? It's got to be a possession. So I'd swallow it down. And I could even feel the tonage and the different ver verbiage and tonality that would come with the, the, the voice that wanted to come out. So I shut it down for years. And then one day, you, <laughs> you were like, hey, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if. And um, I ran with it. I have a partner who's willing to let me run and encourage that. And um, I got brave and I sat there and I started channeling and it was the weirdest experience. And I can, I can channel letters, written letters to people. Um, I can channel light language, which is interesting, drawn. Um, I can trance channel, which I'm actually getting ready to get on stage and do trance channeled events where people pay to come in and they can ask um my who I who I channel they can ask the collective of three which is two a channel and you know that um they can ask them questions so that's that's the biggest oh, I'm getting uh, like actual tingles <laughs> my whole body started tingling and then around my mouth like I'm like feeling like I've got prickles all over me and um I love this because this is kind of recent like it's old but recent because you've been doing this forever and it wasn't until we'd been coaching for a lot for ages then all of a sudden, it's nearly like you disclose this to me. I went, what? Stop. What the fuck, Stacey? What do you mean you have seen UFOs and you receive this like initiation and you channel them? What are you talking about? I was like, I remember like screaming, what do you mean? And, she, and you know, I was like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing this? And I think your partner, who's also a projector, so... Your partner's just yeah. learned that recently too and been aligning to their design. So it's kind of like, why aren't you doing this? And and there was another crumble, wasn't there? Because to come out yes. and to say, hey guys, I've seen UFOs. Hey guys, I've received this information from these and I hope I'm not giving too much information away here, but I've seen these, these, these the collective of three and I channel through and I've got a different fucking voice and I'm giving information and I can do it so, so easily. It's like, Stacey, why are you not doing that? And sometimes things are just so easy. And you gave me a channel recently. So I have actually experienced this myself where you sent me, I'm just laughing because at the time it was like so bizarre. I was like, what? She's done a channel for me. And I'm like, that's not Stacey. <laughs> and, you were, and it was like this completely different um. It was a completely different voice. And the funny thing is spirit likes, and and obviously light beings like to give us evidence, right? To, to prove that we're not frauds or fakes or whatever. And so then people can believe the channel. And in the channel, you said, <laughs> you like something about painting my toenails, um, getting a, a foot something or other, a foot spa, I a think foot is what it was. Something. Uh, I, 
foot mask. A foot ma- mask. A foot mask. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's random. My feet have been aching and feeling swollen. And I'd been just been looking at my old toenail polish. This is so embarrassing. And I was like, oh my God, I have not painted my toenails for like six months. I really need to paint them. And then I listened to your message and it was like, you need to get like a nice red. And by the way, I always just have red toenails or different shades of red and like paint those toenails. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I message you and you're like, yeah. <laughs> That's the random most evidence. I mean, it was like, Stacey, I was just staring at my toes while I was listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting it's bizarre and I'm I'm learning to embrace it um I love the evidence that comes through they almost always give me evidence um with each person and it's it's broadening I know that um I don't think I've gotten to tell you this but I had a client who came to me the other day and he did not leave with he had galactic experiences and I'm just learning and all of a sudden I trans-channeled his guide wow in the of a reading so shit's getting crazy over here yeah <laughs> and this is what I, I want to see you offering this like and I think you will offering these chance these trans channels and I myself do a lot of trans channeling um and it's more from uh collectives um mm-hmm. like kind of like Michaela Sheldon um I'm definitely not to the extent of her but collectives will come through me and I speak in one voice um, and I can see you doing that. And I know that the most scariest things for us to do is always the things that we're meant to be doing. So um, I find that really interesting that when we are so, uh, even Luke said to me yesterday, your gift, Victoria, is to do A, B and C. And I'm like, really? Is that a gift? I thought that was just a given. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's the same with you as well as the channeling that you do is a unique gift. Um, So it's really phenomenal. So I recommend anyone that wants to experience that trans channel uh, experience, like I've experienced with you, myself and Michaela Sheldon. It's just amazing because we as the medium as the channel, we actually step out. We step back into a seat and Quite often, if I'm doing this in, in magnificent mediumship or any of whatever my groups, and I'm doing this channeling, I have to go, what just happened? I or if it's light language streaming through, which is like a cosmic language, I'm like, where was I? What did I say? And I have to listen back. So do yeah. you have the same experience where do you remember what you say at all? Or are you like a passenger in the back seat? Like, how does that work for you? For me, generally, it's like I, I am a passenger in a backseat. I see myself um, like going up through a hole in the ceiling and sitting in a recliner at a really cool table with all my guides, guardians, angels, and allies while the collective of three comes in to channel through me. However, I'm always, I want to get uh, a hypnotist who can put me into a somnambulist state, like the deepest state, because I want to see what happens because I feel like I'm always there just a little bit. And sometimes argumentative Stacy's like, whoa, you want me to say what? And I try to come in and I can actually argue with the collective of three. (laughs) Um, And they have, they have a great sense of humor. That's one thing that is really funny, but yeah, for the most part, when I come out of trance, I can't tell you what I said or what happened. Um, If within the first, maybe five minutes, I will be like, Oh my God, I did say that Mm. by the next day it's gone. 
um, probably within an hour. So I have Max who records it all because it doesn't stick. I, and she'll, they'll say to me, oh, do you remember this? I'm like, dude, I was in trance. I don't, <laughs> I have no idea what they said. Like, they'll remember, oh, that was the collective of three who was talking because I don't tend to remember anything. Yeah, that's, that's the same as me. Um, quite often when I have sessions with people, especially when it, we're doing more spiritual sessions, not business sessions. So there's kind of like linear and non-linear. And in the non-linear um, sessions that I do, if someone asks me a question the next day, so did that happen? Did I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't remember. And it's not that I'm being rude. It's not that I'm dismissing it, but I was in a channel. And I find that for me, my eyes drop. I feel like I'm in a cozy, warm spa. Mine's yeah. a spa. I'm not in the recliner. I'm in the spa. And I'm just like, oh, you know that feeling when you're a child or even now when you stand in the shower and you just let the shower. I actually sleepwalked into the shower once because I love this feeling so much. When I was a little kid, I woke up in the shower. <laughs> anyway, um, and you're standing there and the water's just like, oh, it's like you're in a warm, it's like womb water. Like you imagine a baby just like, oh, it's so good. And then when you come out of it, you kind of like nearly have to shake that off and be like, oh, hi, how's it going? Like, yep. yeah, is that the same for yep. you? It's very similar. I find that um, to be able to deliver the correct message, I have to have my eyes closed um, or I get distracted by what's going on outside. We've been working on, um, because I am going to be on stage, me being able to trans channel with my eyes open. Um, I'm not sure that I'm there yet, but yeah, I, I like check out, I even like to cover my eyes. Um, sensory deprivation is, um, how I seem to work best there. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting cause I know other channels, most of them, I know Michaela Sheldon always closes her eyes. Um, and when she read for me and she, she does, um, them every month for YouTube, she's freaking phenomenal she always has her eyes closed so I think if, as long as you're sitting down on stage and not walking around with your eyes closed but the other thing as well is when we go into that meditative state when we do the meditations and you're a many gen right so um quite often many gens you can get overstimulated obviously but also you can hold more than most people so when it comes to the energetics this is my my point of view anyway my perspective but what I'm trying to say here is if you can focus your eyes onto one thing, you know how when you're doing yoga or something and or meditative and they say, close your eyes down and just focus on that one vocal point. And then even the third eye gaze to that point, I'm just wondering if maybe practicing that, like focusing on one thing in the room, even if it's looking over the crowd, I'm, I'm going into coaching mode here again, aren't I? Are you looking <laughs> over the crowd and like looking at a particular point or a, you put something, put a little statue or a crystal or something, and you can just literally talk to that point and stare at that. And then, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait to have a coaching session with you before you do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And I think I actually have some um, trans channels up on TikTok, little ones. Um, where you can actually see me channel and YouTube. I'm going to just start putting out um, collective messages for the betterment of everybody. So, Oh, that's amazing. And I did see that in our last session when we were talking about the open source energy of sharing and letting people find you so they can experience this trans channeling as well as the speaking to their loved ones that have passed because that it's all a part of it, of course and um and the spiritual mentoring and the life coaching right so that's a beautiful thing about manifest generators like 
when people come to me, I teach mediumship, right? I am a spiritual empowerment coach. Um, I am a business coach as well, but the spirituality always comes into it. But when we look at a manifest generator, it's like, here is a menu and you're just as good <laughs> at this thing as you are with this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing. My hands are out. No one can see me, but you're just as good doing these five juggling things where, you know, as a projector and a generator, we've, we're more kind of like honed into the one thing. And I noticed this with my children. So my, my daughter's got more than one genius, right? She loves horse riding and she loves dance and she loves animals. And who am I to think what she's stronger in because she's actually equally as good where a generator and a projector are like, and this is up to interpretation, by the way. So I don't want anyone to like go, Victoria, you're wrong. Like whatever, this is my perspective. But for me, I'm a medium who teaches mediumship and I'm not here to do 10 million things with that where you legit have the ability to, and this is what I like to encourage you as your coach to ship and sh change, you know, ship it all around, change it all around and taste it all out because as long as it lights you up, you're going to be such a um, contribution to the world. Yeah. And it feels good. It feels good to shift between it all and know that it's okay. Cause I've been doing that my whole life and I've gotten a lot of grief for it. Like just pick one thing. Why can't you just pick one thing? Why aren't you happy? That's just not who Why I'm supposed to be. Why can't you just be happy with the one husband? <laughs> the yeah, one well. house, the one animal, <laughs> Stacey, the one job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that I shook up a lot of things and I, I honestly lost a lot of family because of this. And that was okay. I chose to walk away. Um, and that's because it. you fell in love with another gender. Is that what you mean? Um, yes, but also because I was so different because I was a manager, not knowing I was a manager, yeah. but didn't understand why I could do all the hundreds of things. And, you know, I was different and I don't think they could hold that. So that's cool. I'm just building my own damn family now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. And wherever you go, you take magic. And I love how you work on the crystal grids as well. Um, which is just something that you automatically do as you move from place to place. Um, and yeah, it's just, there's just so, so much that you're doing for this world. And I love that you've really created a space for those who are going through spiritual awakenings, the beginning mm -hmm. parts of that. And now this is something I used to do. And now I'm like, I suppose we all evolve and grow together. So people come to me at the beginning and then we grow in and then we all grow together. Um, so we need this right now. We need a lot of people that are holding space for, although you are very advanced, you've been doing this a long time. You can see that there's a requirement for those to come to you who require to grow. Um, and that's where that spiritual mentoring comes in as well, where you can, you know, and this is something that we go through in MM as well, but you do this more one-to-one -one as well, which is teaching about what is protection? What What is uh, channeling and reading? And what is the chakras? What are the meridians? And what is human design? And all of those basic things, but at the same time, you bring in this nearly deliberate intricacy of what is aligned for that person and what they mm -hmm. need. So you're very specific. You can go in like, 
and go, what do we really, really need? And that's where that your 20 years of coaching comes in, right? And we, we were talking about the word coaching and how people, it can be, it's quite a masculine word. And it's like, oh, I need to have a return on investment. I need to have a result. And it's like, but with spiritual coaching, spiritual empowerment coaching, it's actually working from the inside out and transforming people's realities rather than external validation. It's internal growth because we are spirit. So I love, and I just want to honor you um, and acknowledge that the space that you hold for those people, it takes a special amount of person, a special amount of person. It takes a special person to hold people at those beginning stages because you were there, right? You were there a long time ago and other more layers have happened in the last year when you've been more advanced working with me, but it's beautiful. We need more people like you. And that's my goal is to bring in as many people who are waking up and need to be held. But I think my goal is to like train you and set you loose, like go be that person for somebody else. Like don't keep it on the inside. Go, go help people because it's not easy to wake up on your own. It's not easy to think you're doing this all by yourself. It's not easy. I, I, that's, a, that's a gross generalization, but it, it isn't always easy. Maybe is a better way to say it. It wasn't easy for me and I didn't have a coach. Um, no, I, I feel to- yeah. I feel yeah. <laughs> I neither did I. I had to like figure it out all by my fucking self. Like I did have people pop in and out, but I didn't even know what coaches were. In New Zealand, coaches have just become a thing in the last few years. So like, it's crazy cool. And what I what I love about you is even though you're helping beginners, it's not like entry level. So I think that's what I'm trying to say with what's coming through with this these energies. People can come to you at the very beginning, but you're gonna give them the advanced that the advanced stuff that they require for their soul. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like it's Ah, uh, so it's not like, oh, I yeah. want to go sign up to her because I'm going to learn about the chakra system. It's more like, hey, man, we've got some stuff going on in the solar plexus. This is what you need to do. And you're going to need to move your body here. And this is your design. And it's fast. It's hot. It's like, it's like sexy. It's like, let's go. Let's explode. Let's make this happen. And that's how I kind of see my coaching as well. But what you're calling in now is people that are like going, where do I go? What do I do? How can you help me? I think I'm a medium, but I don't know. Help. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And that's who's coming. And I I used to say all the time, there's like no one size fits all diet with my clients. Like I believe we're all so individual. There's no one size fits all with my coaching. It it is all very individual because we are all so different yet the same and everybody needs it in a different way. So I do run human design now and all my people courtesy of you because it is such an eye opener. I won't work with somebody unless I know what I'm working with. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Changes things. But yeah, I'm excited to help people get what they need. Like that's all I want is for them to go live a better life with the tools. Absolutely. And one of the last things I want to say is like, although you're here to help people that are awakening, because that's your passion, because that's where you were. And that's what, you know, you needed at that time all those years ago. Um, The reason why you signed up with me, I feel, please correct me if I'm wrong, is because of the the soul connection the Mm -hmm. there was no hustle there was no push there wasn't no emergency sign up now or you lose the spot like it wasn't like that it was more like hey babe there's no emergency 
Because if we're soul sisters, if we're meant to work together, we will, the money will come. I remember actually coaching you on that sales yeah. call <laughs> to like, chill out, babe. We'll talk tomorrow, you know? And I think like, I just want to say to all the people out there, if you're attracted to someone, like whether it's me or Stacy or somebody else, don't question about what you're getting for the money. I feel like being in vortexes where you're attracted to somebody, whether I, I I have coaches that I've paid 2K to, 20K to, I've wasted 15K on someone one day and then I've got more from somebody that I paid like 50 bucks. Like, <laughs> like it's not about the money and it's not about your value for money. And a lot of people in the 3D want the value for money. Um, but I know for us, it was money's not a thing. It's what are we meant to be doing here together in this earth? So if people feel attracted, like if you feel attracted to Stacey by listening to her, go to the show notes, find her, message her. Yo, what's up? I did this recently with a um, sexuality, sacred sexuality coach. I messaged her and I said, I'm just like so attracted to you. Like I, that's how I messaged her. I'm really attracted to you and I don't know why what are you doing? And um, we had some conversations because this is what happens, right? And then it's like, you're getting to know somebody uh, like on this level. And then do you have something that I require? <laughs> cool. And that's what you said. You had something I needed. Like, And um, it's just amazing. I think this is how we're going forward into the future is more that feminine mm -hmm. choice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I've been following my gut on people like that. Reason, season, lifetime too. You say something like that. Like there, the reason there was the person who, who gave me your name, she's no longer part of my life, but the reason was that, right. You know, so. And it's so beautiful. So we're going to like wrap that up now. I have um, another date with my husband for the beach before we um, go and pick up our kids from school. And I know you, <laughs> you've got stuff to do. So guys, if, you want to know more about Stacey. Honestly, we've just scratched the surface on this incredible six two many gen. Like she blows my mind and I love, you know how much I love you, Stacey. You know how much I love working with you. Our conversations are always out the gate and in many different directions. <laughs> um, so check out the show notes and go and follow her. Um, Stacey, all your stuff is in the show notes and I'm just so excited about your website, which is amazing, your TikTok or your Facebook page. And um really excited to see where you go with this trans channeling and how you can touch so many lives by being who you are. Same. Thank you. I'm glad you're on the journey with me. <laughs> She's like, same. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, my loves. Is there anything you would like to leave us with, Stacey, before we go? Just listen to your gut and follow those people. Just listen. There's so many messages out there for you. Your guides are always talking to you. Just, just listen. That's mm -hmm. it. Thank you so much, guys. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you next time. Listening to today's episode. I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it and also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. 
You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me and, or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.